What's up, weebs, and welcome back to Anime Lane, the podcast where we take you down the yellow brick row of anime and take a look at everything it has to offer. Of course, I am your host, Rebel Notorious, and once again joining me today is Sean. Hi. And Melina. Hello. Back from our holidays, as Yay. we discussed in the, the last The return of the queen. The return of the queen and the Thank return you. of the prince. I'm, I, I don't feel like I'm up there enough. So I like, am above I feel you. Like, I feel like I'm a jester at this point. <laughs> no. Maybe. This is just you saying I'm not funny. <laughs> I'm saying in this situation, I'm the king. Okay, so that sounds so up king. myself. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is already going off the rails. Can we just, I, I want to be the dragon. Okay, uh, can we just Thanos? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Thanos. <laughs> so, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about, of course, two titles as usual. Um, first, well, always say first up, but however I introduce these is not how we're necessarily how we tackle them um so we're going to be talking about the landmark i had a whole idea for how i was going to introduce this and i've totally fucking blanked as we do when it's we record the movie the legendary <laughs> mobile suit gundam starting a three-part story arc where we're going to tackle the original movie trilogy released in 1981 to 1982 i believe i don't know we'll cover that when we get to part three uh, <laughs> and the wonderfully chaotic, energetic, and colourful Penguin Highway. I don't really know which order we're going to tackle these in. Does anyone have a preference? We both watched Gundam first. Yes. Yeah, so That's how I watched it as well. I feel yeah. like which we I'm very fucking happy about. I want to say that I watched it first. Which we'll yeah. probably get to when we come to Penguin Highway. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, who wants to open with their thoughts? I feel like we're all kind of in the same mm-hmm. camp on this one. We kind of are, I think. Yes. So do we want the history lesson first or later? I wouldn't mind a history lesson. Yeah, a history lesson. A little history lesson. Yeah. So, context. Yeah. Yes. Mobile Suit Gundam started out as a TV series back in 1979, directed by Yoshiyuki Tomino. Um, but due to low ratings, a failing toy line... It was cancelled. Originally scheduled to run for 52 episodes, it was cut down to 39, and the production team to f- fought, sorry, mm-hmm. fought tooth and nail to get that bump back up to 43 episodes. Though if you're in any country other than Japan, it's actually only 42 because of episode 15 being cut from the international release, which I'll cover at some point, but this is getting a bit breathless. <laughs> Mystery for later. Mystery for later. Um, unless you look it up. <laughs> unless you look it up, it's right there on the fucking Wikipedia page. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, which eventually, come the 1980, a year later, uh, work started to turn it into a movie trilogy. This happens fairly often with anime. Uh, it was turned into a trilogy of movie compilations, which doesn't quite feel like the right term for these, mm. but we'll get to that later. Um, so, yeah, after a couple of years off of air, in 1985, I believe, uh, Bandai, well, actually, they bought it over in 93. Bandai bought the toy rights mm. and launched the model kits, and that was wildly successful and has spawned a 40-year franchise, which I'm sure we'll cover in more depth (laughs) later. This is just a very brief explanation of where we currently are with the movie trilogy, and I'm already out of breath trying to explain all of that. (laughs) You want to take a drink (laughs) then? I want to take a drink. (laughs) Like, sort of relax a little bit. Yeah. Take a deep breath. That was a very, very nice and concise history lesson. Gundam is my, like, area of expertise. I've done so much kind of you know i've watched most of it at this point and i've built some of the models built some of the models i have the original rx 782 which is the one featured in this um and yeah that's the white one that's (laughs) the white blue and red and yeah they call it the white one the white one in the movie is not even the main color i would say it was very confusing for me yeah it's I'm confusing as well because there's a, there's they call it the white one and there's also a white base. Yeah, they, yeah, that was what always got me is like, did they call it the white one because of the white base, which isn't even called white base. That's just what the Xeon call it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's actually called the Argama. Ah. Uh-huh. And that's the actual... Is it the Argama in this one? Or is that the one I don't Zeta? remember that word. I recall hearing that word. No, it's just called white base and, uh-huh. okay. and 
the original Gundam. Argama is the ship from it Zeta Gundam. It just makes it sound like the white base gave birth to the, <laughs> to the white base, you know? Yeah, the I get that. To the white base, the white one. The white one, yes. Um, yeah, wh who wants to kick it off with their th thoughts? Sorry, that was my pot filler. <laughs> <laughs> we'll ignore that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I don't know, because... I have some thoughts. Okay, I want... You should start, then. Mm. It's... The thing that bothered me the most is that the length of the movie was pretty long mm -hmm. and the pacing was so incredibly slow, which makes sense in context because it's a compilation, but boy, is it difficult uh, to sit through this. Actually, the pacing isn't really because it's a compilation. It's because that's just the fucking pacing in the original show it for is. those set of episodes that this oh. adapts. Okay. Because uh, when we decided to tackle this or cover it on the show... Um, it wasn't until like right before we started watching them that I looked into it and was like, I've seen the TV series, but I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know mm -hmm. what episodes each one covers. So I done a quick look into it and seen for this one, it covers the first thirteen, and my heart fucking sank because they're like easily like the the lower no. part of the series. Yeah. <clears throat> um, because this part is very kind of villain of the week, mm -hmm. which a lot of gets cut out, so oh, you're you're saved from a lot. In, in this mm -hmm. uh, this version um it very much distills down just to the main story my problem is is that a lot of the side characters so far just have no character development yeah. whatsoever fully true yeah. i can barely remember most of the names yeah that's i don't know if it'll improve in the second one for the like the side characters <laughs> i know the story improves um but whether they keep all the character development i'm not 100 percent sure mm -hmm. but like uh and and this one and definitely in two, Ryu, the the kind of test pilot guy that that takes up the gun tank. Yeah, I rem mm. I know him. I can the big see guy. Him in my head, yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to say the, the fat guy. guy. Yeah, but <laughs> he's he's like very important for like the first half of the series, and so far he's just like in a couple of scenes, yeah. and that kind of bothered me. Yeah, it felt like he it was he was being put in a very big responsibility. And I was like. Hmm. Oh, yeah guy. like why 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 should i care you haven't told me why i should yeah care. it's the <laughs> same with, it's the same with uh like the guy who pilots the gun tank with him hayato like the mm. the kind of short one mm. yeah he's in like three scenes or something you also have kai shiden who's uh another important character who you see get on the white base and then you just kind of see him there and that's he's like the extent of it i want to say the purple haired prick but that describes multiple characters um yeah, I need a description here. <laughs> He's the one that that pilots the other gun. Is it the oh. gun cannon? Oh, I think that's yeah. He's the, the whiny little. I think I know because I remember the name. Yeah. For re for reasons I'll I'll go into because mm. uh, we'll get to that. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's the one that when Frau and Sailor go to like find survivors before the they leave yeah. he's the one sailor's the blonde girl okay because i had no idea what her name was yeah sailor sailor mass uh it is mentioned but like i said yeah, a lot of the side characters yeah. just kind of if they're not amaro or oh. frau yeah. or bright to a certain extent the, the movie does mm -hmm. not care about them or Char as well Garma Garma, Garma. Garma. I, I was I was kind of worried that they would cut Garma's storyline like right down to its bare bones but like they kept most of it in mm. thankfully okay. uh because he's kind of important to the Zeon's like driving force for the yeah, rest I, of the story yeah they, they end on that yeah like... which was like when I was watching it I was like oh yeah they did just like hold back on the entire thing of Zeon <laughs> until the first yeah. like quarter of the series it's not until you get to that end part where it's like oh they're space nazis <laughs> yeah. yeah like at first i heard zeon like oh zionist man oh never mind never mind i know what it is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, not quite uh yeah. I, I i did notice like their uniform their uniforms are very like i want to say germanic but like it, very yeah. exaggerated like uh -huh. they've got falcons on like their yeah it's it's very kind of feels not nazi but um, I was gonna say more World War One. Yeah, I was gonna say the kind of imperialistic yeah. German forces attire. So you could sort of be like, oh, they're maybe space Nazis, but there could be like nuance maybe. And then at the end, they're like, no, Sieg Zeon. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the trouble of the original series is that it lacks a slight touch of nuance when mm. it comes to the Zeon and stuff. It's not really mm. until you know it 
became successful and you had spin-offs and sequels and stuff that kind of eventually was able to build on the Xeon and make it a bit more grey yeah and make them a bit more kind of you get why Mm. they are the way they are a little bit a little Mm. bit um that's a whole thing for if we ever cover (laughs) the origin though that that covers Char's backstory I feel like that's gonna be a while away that'll that'll probably be a while away um but yeah it's it's a hard one that I'm not sure how to talk about because I feel like uh, I'm likely to stray into the story contents of further yeah. beyond. Because mm. I understand wanting to defend it from your perspective. Oh, I'm not going to defend this one. <laughs> like, holy... I, I love Gundam. Mm-hmm. The first series isn't my favourite, but I like the second half of the series. Mm. This one, holy, just shows a lot of the flaws, I think, that yeah. I... Mm-hmm. Like, even cutting out a lot of the, the Villain of the Week stuff, this isn't the strongest part of the series. It leaves a lot on the table to be explained and just kind mm-hmm. of expects you to be, like, go along with stuff yeah, for a long time. Like, just accept it and move on. I'm like, no, no. I, I want I want explanations. Yeah. I want more, like, meat here. Th- <laughs> this is a kind of common thing, I'd say, with Gundam, is that every, well, at least every Gundam directed by Tomino, the original creator is that you you kind of watch it for the first nine to 15 episodes and he focuses more on building the main characters which i can understand but you also need an equal amount of world building for the context yeah. of those characters to kind of keep going along with the story so it can make any series that he you know handles for gundam watching it a bit of a slog to get through at the start mm-hmm. and i think that's how you described it really was because even like just as like i was watching it i was like okay this is starting to feel like a bit slow how long is this movie two hours yeah oh yeah. no the the next two are slightly longer oh god <laughs> uh, encounters in space the second film is only like a couple of minutes longer uh but i think it's more interesting that I'm not going to yeah. care. Yeah, Soldiers but... of Sorrow Sorrow is the second one. Encounters in Space is like 20 odd minutes longer. But that's when like everything's... Things happen. Yes, it reaches what you would probably more feel familiar with from how I Describe talk about it. Gundam. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And sort of, you'll probably see why I like the series once we get to that. Even if you guys don't enjoy it, you'll yeah. probably go like, yeah, I, I get it. Well, at least yeah. appreciate it. Uh-huh. Or you'll at least know mm-hmm. by me why I like it because you know we've covered a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. you know on sci-fi here on the show before because that's my bread and butter I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I was a little disappointed by this one. I can't lie. Um, mm. My first time kind of revisiting the original series, and yeah, not not the best experience. Not really. No. I don't feel like we can say much. How did you guys find Char? I know like it doesn't give him. I, much character yet i like him as a character like the biggest thing that i didn't like about it because he's one in the red comic yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. they fought like four times shara namaro yeah. yeah 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 which is too much for <laughs> one movie you, you can have one oh, where just he, wait. he obviously fails like Amaru, mm-hmm. and then have an end battle where he wins that's fine that's normal storytelling having four battles that end almost the same um, it's very tired. I think that problem should not occur again because uh, he'll kind of he'll be there, but he'll disappear for a bit yeah. in, in the coming uh, movies as it kind of goes more into his, his backstory and his motivations and stuff because it kind mm-hmm. of hints at it yeah. with, with what happens with Garma when he kind of sacrifices him to the white base. Mm doesn't again the movie doesn't kind of leave you much information it it does a whole lot of these kind of like name drops and hints Mm -hmm. and stuff that's to come later but never explains any of it so like if someone just watched this one i'd absolutely understand why they didn't want to continue it literally you get like 40 minutes or not even that like maybe 30 minutes from the end and it's like new types and anyone who hasn't seen Gundam before yeah. is just like, what the fuck is a new type? Yeah, I legitimately yeah. had to ask you <laughs> what that was. And I just had to go, it'll get explained later because I can't explain them yeah. no. now because it'll be too much of a spoiler because mm-hmm. that's sort of the crux of the series later on. Mm. Um, 
I think this movie would have been more of a challenge if we had picked the TV series. Like, yeah. But there maybe would have been more fun things to discuss if we had, because obviously it fell Double Edged week. Sword. Double Edged yeah, Sword, yeah. yeah. Like, the the original TV series is slightly a slog because it's it's less focused because you know, it had an episode so, count to yeah. fill. It had to fulfill you know the requirements of a, a toy producer being mm-hmm. on the production committee and all that sort of stuff. So... Yeah, double-edged sword. This this is like probably the best way to experience this portion of the story. It's just that it's not a great it's portion still not of the that story. Great, no, no, absolutely not. I I think I rated this like a six out of ten. Mm, like it's about right. It's on because uh, uh, going by like so the way my anime list does it is that like ten's a masterpiece, mm-hmm. nine is great, eight is very good, seven is good, six is fine, five is average, and four and below are kind of the bad end. Okay. Yeah. Six is fine. Like okay. it's fine, but it's not. It's fantastic. not the worst. It's, no, it's, not, it's the best. not the best. And I wouldn't put it in average either. Mm. Animation's a bit wonky. Um, I'm not sure if you noticed that the the Gundam's proportions get a bit iffy oh, a lot of the time. I was like, how big is this thing supposed to be? <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of the memes around the the original series. Is that like they just could not keep the proportions. It's like the movie cats. It has the same issue, but it's more jarring there. Because at least, you know, when you have an object in space, you mm-hmm. don't have dimensions. You don't know how close or how far away yeah. you are. Cats. Yeah. <laughs> I I wonder if I can find quickly, like, one of the um, Gundam wide boy. I didn't want to make this joke, by the way, but every time, like, I sort of noticed that I could hear the Transformers noise in my head. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the only Transformers joke I'm making, I promise. Because <laughs> there were times where they were fighting in space, but they kind of were animated to look like they were standing on something. And I was mm. like, he's just a boy. He's yeah. just standing in the empty space. It, it becomes a bit better, like, and Zeta has a much higher production value. Mm, good. Um, wait, huh, I clicked open image. Oh, there he is. Oh, that's a, that's a that's, wide He is wide. Yeah. I, I'm sorry for any listeners who can't currently see this, but if you literally just look up wide Gundam meme, it's like the third for or us fourth, it's like image. The fourth image. On yeah. Here, yeah. But he is. And then you have. Oh. <laughs> That's the like the Gundam version of Wilson Fisk right there. Yeah. <laughs> so the proportions can get a little bit fucked here and there. Yeah. It's it's especially noticeable when like he has to move in like a three dimensional way, mm-hmm. um, but you know it's it's like the late seventies, so yeah, I I forgave it. Maybe yeah, I think I just knew it was the time. Aha, uh-huh, you kind of have to take Gundam as a product of its time. Like a lot of the time, it's like competent. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Then there's some times where you know the the pitfalls of the era show up yeah, yeah. um once it kind of hits the 80s and production values kind of went up a little bit things became a bit more solidified yeah um i will say in terms of just like the art the mm-hmm. parts i usually did like were like the more dynamic drawings when like, mm-hmm. an explosion happened mm-hmm. or like a battle came up i liked those that's something i'll yeah. always give gundam is that it's always had nice explosions yeah. uh, like <laughs> that got me through quite a lot of zeta because um not to like put off zeta or anything like that uh, it's fucking depressing. Like oh it's boy. it's heavy. It's dark. Um, it's it's like a response to kind of how a lot of the earlier episodes of Gundam were a bit cheesy, a bit mm-hmm. villain of the week. I so mean, to be fair, it feels like from what we were getting in this one, they do sort of delve into like sort of darker elements. Yeah. It, it, it does feels get. Like... A... I've forgotten his name. But... Shar. No, the main character. Oh, Amaro. Amaro. They yell it so much. I know, but Amaro. like. <laughs> Penguin like Highway has like a similar named main character. Ayoyama. Yeah, yeah, so like they got confused. But mm-hmm. like he has by the end of it, he's got very much got PTSD. Oh yeah. This this is the thing is Is he fifteen? He's fifteen. He's definitely this a is child. Too much pressure for this this is a very common thing in Gundam as kids just being thrust into this. I think I started yeah. um Victory Gundam, which takes place way further in the Universal Century timeline that we're currently watching. Um and I think Uso is like twelve. Oh I mean like, I understand if a kid watches it, you're like, I'm 10, they're 15, they're so mature. And then we're watching this as, you know, That's, early 20s. And mm, we're like, this no. is a child. It's not even like, because it's a kid show. Mm-hmm. It's it's like, it's very much an intentional thing from Tomino. Is like, he wanted to show like the horrors of war because he grew up post-World War. Well, mm-hmm. uh, I have a feeling he probably grew up 
during World yeah, War II? Yeah, I mean, II? How, if he was, if he's how old that I'm imagining he was when he yeah. made this, that would fit about right, I want to say. I forget how old he is. I think he's 18. 1941. So he, like, was tail end. He'll very much know the experience of, like, yeah, post-World yeah. War Two. Yeah. And so it was kind of like... He's one of the directors to come out of that wave mm -hmm. of like anti-war and to mm. to kind of want to yeah. tackle the horrors of it. Yeah, and exactly. You see it a little bit here. Yes. Mm -hmm. It kind of cuts off at where th this story arc for Amaro and his kind of PTSD-like stuff kind of comes to a head. Ah. Um, which is literally the first episode that the next one will adapt. Fantastic. We're going to mm. open up the second one. And he's like, oh God, I can't do this. <laughs> um, to which he'll be slapped five times. Yeah, yeah. that'll persist like till about halfway through the next movie, I think. Great. Um, but like I said, stuff happens and things get yeah. a bit more more focused than they currently are as well. Because um, it's a bit all over the place with mm. subplots and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um yeah, other than kind of saying, oh, this will come up later. Like, I I feel like I'm going in circles with that. So yeah. I feel like this will be a more interesting discussion once we've seen Soldiers of Sorrow, um, where things very much kind of pick up yeah. story-wise for the series. Like, I, I think you said that best is that this might be a movie, but it's very much the first act. That's I was literally just yeah. about to say, this is a two-hour long act one mm -hmm. in a way that it sort of reminds me of, like, the first Mad Max movie, but even the first Mad Max mm -hmm. movie felt like it was a full movie. Yeah, because, like, I think the weirdest thing for me is that you get to a very kind of natural stopping point when they've had a conversation about the new types, and, like, there's a section there that you can cut out. Mm. It's straight after that, they introduce Rambaral, and then he fights Amaro, and suddenly you have the speech with, uh, Jiren's Abbey, uh, Garma's older brother, I mm. believe. Because there's like five kids, and then you have like the head of the Zabi family. Yeah, yeah there's whose like, name I forget. There's there's like a there's like a there's a thick boy. That's yeah. Dozel. Remember the thick boy. Yeah, that's that's Dozel. The okay. Sister? Yeah, there's the sister. That's uh. Well, at one point, I wasn't sure if that was like the sister or the mum. I think yeah. that's Kaecilia, the sister. Yeah. Because Garma brings her up quite a lot, I uh, think. Yeah, because he says, I want to prove myself to my yeah, sister. Yeah, I don't think he spe specifically names her. No, yet. he just says, my sister. Yeah. yeah. And then there's, like, the one who looks more like Garma, but older and, like, sort I of taller. I think that's Jiren, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm interested to see where that goes. Yeah. yeah. It kind of leaves, like I say, a lot on the table for yeah. that whole thing, because, like... <laughs> in Soldier of Sorrow, that'll start actually going into their family dynamic and the story that happens with them. Okay. So that'll be running kind of counter to what we're seeing with Amaro and the White Base, which is a good dynamic because you have more than just, we need to leave this this space colony. Yeah. Okay, we've mm -hmm. left the space colony. Well, we need to go to the, the moon. Okay, well, we're at the moon. Okay, well, we need to go to Earth now. Okay, well, we're on Earth, but we're not where we're supposed mm -hmm. to be. Okay, well, we need to go where we're supposed to be. Uh, this is now suddenly reminding me of, like, not, like, just Star Wars in general, like, specifically, like, The Last Jedi, when they have a whole plot dedicated to the rebels just moving. Yeah, you're right. So, like, oh. I think it's Crate is the planet. Mm. And even then, right after that, they leave then anyway. Yeah. Except they, this movie does it like three times, mm. mm -hmm. whereas Last Jedi was like one time only. The best, the, very end. the best comparison I could think of for the first Gundam movie is "Are We There Yet?" I haven't seen it. Where it's going through a bunch of motions, but we yeah. haven't reached any destination. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're we're not there yet. No, it's no. just basically moving between a bunch of different locations mm -hmm. with some light story yeah. stuff happening. Um, get to the point already <laughs> <laughs> I'm very sad about some of the kind of translations in this version though um, and I, I don't I know could, if it's because I, I felt like I could feel that like yeah. some things weren't quite as right yeah. I don't think anything's necessarily wrong but it's like I think a lot of people attribute the more iconic lines of Gundam to the fan subs because that's what people had for a long time uh. um, and so you have stuff like the the battle between Amaro and Rambaral who's in the goof uh, fucking the some goof. of some of the mech names are fucking hilarious I'm imagining a giant robot goofy <laughs> there's there's one later called Big Zam hell yeah <laughs> I want to see Big Zam it's oh, as dumb yeah. as you probably think um, I love it <laughs> Like I said, they have to fulfill a certain amount of toy quotas. Um, Big Sam. So you have him appearing and he's like, 
I think in in this one he's like, oh, this isn't your average Zaku or something yeah. like that. But in like the, it's very kind of ah okay. But and and the like uh, the subtitles that I remember watching, it was like this is no mere Zaku boy, and it has so much more boy yeah oomph to yeah. it. Um, so yeah, other than a few issues like that, it's it's fine. Mm. Yeah, not one I'd return to. I don't think. I think if um, I were to watch this, if I were to come back to Gundam again, I'd probably prefer watching the series again because mm. you know character development. The, I, I kind of miss the villain of the week at this point. Yeah. I hated it when I was watching it originally, but now I'm kind of like... You don't know what you had. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what I had until it was gone. <laughs> I, I feel like we kind of want to move on, though. Um, uh, there's one thing I do want to mm. bring up, because uh, I've written down a counter for the amount of fucking slaps in this oh, movie. Oh, that's... um Yeah. Because by the third one... Well, you already told me like as I was watching it, like, oh, this happens quite a bit in this one. This <laughs> is a recurring thing, not just in this one. This happens in Zeta as well. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> so I started Keep a slap count. Going. I started a slap count after like the third one. There are six slaps in total in this movie. Oh, that's that's a drop in the bucket. And there's one like sort of gun stock hit, but like that's sort of like not as impactful. Yeah. Because it's yeah. like, it happens to like the mum when like she's hiding. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. just sort of does it, but it's not mm-hmm. given any like focus. Um, yeah. yeah. But I counted it anyway. Mm. And I've, I've like subdivided them into <laughs> who gives what a slap. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got one slap from... Amaro, Amaro to, to Frau. Frau, who I keep calling Frau, by the way, because that's how it's spelled. Yeah, yeah it's... It bothers me to say Frau. Frau Bo, yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's just an odd one. German for woman. Yeah. And then I feel oh. like I'm just calling her a woman. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of written as Frau Bo. Frau, Frau, I, I just Fra- said Fraba. Fraba. I- <laughs> yeah, Fraba. I'm going by like how they pronounce it in the film, which mm-hmm. is Frau. Frau. Yeah. I try to do that, but like when I'm reading the subtitles, my own voice overwrites that. Mm. Yeah. Which is why I'm so terrible with names. Ah, uh, see, I've I've hit a point where like I'm, I kind of I read subtitles to understand it, but I'm only parsing them yeah. and like picking up the words I don't understand. <laughs> That's so fucking bad. Um, anyway, You're trying your best. Yeah, but yeah. One to Amaro to Fra, which yeah. was even more fucked up because that was right after she saw like her mum and granddad died. Yeah. Contextually, I sort of get his like. Not why he did it, but like, kind of the situation. I get that he was trying to push her to yeah, like, snap out of leave. it. Sort of yeah, thing, but like, still. yeah, he could have done something else. You just, you know, snap your fingers and yeah, it that's what I, done. Yeah. I was thinking you would do. One, two. I've got here blonde girl to Kai. Sailor, sailor to Kai. Yeah. When he's like going into like mm-hmm. the base. Two from Bright to Amaro. Yeah, that's that's uh Which happened like back to back, I think. I feel mm-hmm. like that's way less than actually happens in the first thirteen episodes as well. Mm-hmm. Oh cool, this is the sensor. Because uh, funnily enough, it's it's known as the Bright Slap. Because ah. so, he's usually the one doling it out. I shouldn't laugh at that. <laughs> uh one from I couldn't remember how to spell her name, but so I put Icelandia. <laughs> Oh, Iselina. Iselina, yeah. Close I, would, I, I literally put Icelandia, Icelandia. In, bracket, in brackets or whatever. <laughs> Iselina, who I forgot existed and has like Garma's whole thing. And I'm watching it and I'm going, oh yeah, she exists. Yeah. <laughs> they focus on her as well. She's they do. And they've, like... she's got like a full episode in the original series. And I'm like, yeah, they just do not give a fuck after the original series about her. Okay, we've got our designated princess character. Let's like she'll just go. she'll be important in the ne- in the next movie. I, I figured. Like she'll yeah. come back okay. up again, but then it just won't. Like she'll not be there again. Yeah, she was dating Garma. Garma. She yeah, was Garma. Well, she was yeah. gonna be his fiance. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Half they, they had a whole thing where yeah. like it was like from what I got like a secret sort of yeah because the Zabbies probably wouldn't agree to it because she's a commoner mm-hmm. I think or because she's from Earth I think that was it cause she's probably a bit Earth. of both I mean yeah. she, she seemed pretty like high class to yeah, be. yeah. Exactly. she seemed important yeah to and but compared that... to the Zabbies who are yeah. you know yeah like, <laughs> the they've people. got I mean the sovereign guy's got like a fucking cape and yeah. Shit. yeah and and her dad is very much like anti-Zeon so like that yeah. yeah doesn't help no nope. <laughs> which is why he slaps her which is like the fifth slap yeah. and then the final one is is it Ryu or like Ryu or... Ryu Ryu to Amaro and that's the final slap I so I don't know what kanji they use to spell his name but I, I feel like I need to bring this up 
Go ahead. Ryu is the Japanese word for dragon, uh... which is not anything close to how I would describe Ryu. No. In this. No. I've, I've met many characters throughout my time with Japanese media called Ryu. Of course. Primarily the Yakuza franchise. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was and, thinking Street Fighter, that's the one that And there's also Street mind. Fighter. Yeah. And all of them are closer yeah. to, to their namesake. Yeah, because they're usually like action characters. Yeah, mm -hmm. Ryu is just kind of there. there. He, he a boy. <laughs> He's surely a boy. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, I'd, I'd pat him on the back. I'd, I'd hang out with him for a bit, mm. but you know. Yeah, I feel like Ryu... He doesn't seem like a battle comrade. No, no. I feel like... Is Ryu like 23, 24? You said he was the oldest. He's the oldest of the crew. Off. Yeah. Um, he's the oldest, Bright is 19, the captain of the, sh well, the, the guy who gets yeah. made captain at the end of the film. Yeah, 19. 19. Oh. I was shocked too. Oh, uh, God. obviously most of the, <laughs> most of the people who now work on the bridge of this military class vessel are like 15. I yeah. love how, like, some official came over and like, well, you've handled yourself pretty well so far, so continue. They're like, work. We're children. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, help. I was when I was bringing it up earlier about Amro being fifteen and stuff. Like mm -hmm. the the only like real adult there is like bedridden, and he's like, well, we they've used child soldiers. Why don't we? This is the weird thing. He Bright gets me a captain. Okay. The captain kind of disappears. I was wondering where he went. Yeah. Mm. I think he's dead. Yeah. I, and I, I'm pretty sure they just did not include his death scene. I was pretty no, sure that maybe. like by the end of the movie, did that guy. Die? I I'm almost certain he's dead at this point. Yeah. Also, where's Amaru's dad? Oh, Amaru's oh. dad. Um. So the, at the beginning of the movie, one of my notes is legit. Where dad? <laughs> I legit like forgot he existed. So in the beginning of the movie, when Amaru first pilots the Gundam yeah. and he destroys the first Zaku, which blows mm -hmm. a hole in the colony, his dad's one of the people that gets sucked ah, out. Mm. Now I can confirm he's not there. dead. Oh, okay. okay. Cool. <laughs> like they. Because I think I was halfway through, and I was like, we haven't seen his dad in a while. Mm -hmm. And so I just kind of appointed a guy to be the dad. I was like, I think that's him. Nah. <laughs> you, are, you are father now. He'll, he'll come back up later, I think. Good. Yeah, I got that vibe from when he like meant like his mom. Yeah. Again, but... Yeah. Um... It's a story for another yeah. time. Story for another time. Yeah, so... That that was uh, Mobile Suit Gundam yeah. one because it doesn't have a subtitle. Annoyingly, yeah. It also had the same issue that um, Mystery of Mamo had for me, mm. where in the end there's too many flashing screens mm. to I the did... point of nausea. Yeah, which I is is a product of its time, I suppose, a bit. No, because I was also surprised by this. Ah, uh, it, it was legit. At some point, I just kind of turned my laptop. Yeah, I like, if I miss it. I miss it. And I'm just going to accept that. That, that kind of caught me off guard as well, because like I said, when we watched Mamo, I was like, yeah, the Blu-ray had like a, a warning. Mm -hmm. uh, nothing on oh, this. Um, Fantastic. Which actually, speaking of the Blu-ray, brings me to another point I wanted to bring up. So you guys watch this on Netflix and I watch this on my Blu-ray. Mm -hmm. And I put on the Blu-ray and had this entire moment of, oh fuck, I may have asked you to watch the wrong version. Because I forgot that for I think the original DVD release, they re-recorded all of the audio mm. for the the like surround sound mix. So the narrator, all the main characters, and all the sound effects, well, mainly the character and narrator, all sound older because it was recorded in the nineties. Okay. So like twenty years later. Oh, the same people as well. The same people. Oh, okay. Um, and obviously the, the sound effects. I think and this one have like a very kind of certain sci-fi sound to mm. them. But from what I heard of the kind of beginning of the movie, uh, they sound far more realistic, which sounds just seems odd when yeah. you're watching it. Um, so I had to quickly like jump onto Netflix and be like, what fucking version does it have? And it just says Japanese original and it doesn't mention 5.1, which usually Netflix indicates if yeah, it has. I've seen that before. Um, so I was like, oh, thank God. And then I tested it and was like, yeah, this is the narrator that I'm used to. Because <laughs> it was the narrator that kind of made me notice something was off. I'm sitting watching it and I'm like, this is not the iconic voice I'm used to. And I'm like, the music sounds odd as well. And I'm like, oh, these sound effects sound weird. <laughs> oh, no. And then I switched to the stereo one, and I'm like, oh. Quickly Googled, yeah, they did. They did re-record it all. <laughs> so that was, that was a quick moment of, ah, shit. 
I may have made you watch an even more inferior product than we already <laughs> did. <laughs> so yeah, that was Mobile Suit Gundam One. Yeah. yeah. Um, come back in a month <laughs> for for Soldiers of Sorrow, the second one, and then obviously the month after we'll cover Encounters in Space, the third movie. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Penguins. Penguins. Penguin. Cue the clip of Pen Benedict Cumberbatch not being able to say the word penguin. <laughs> penguin. Is penguins. Crested penguins. Parent penguin heading home. So why are these woodlands so attractive to penguins? Penguin. That clip of Benedict Cumberbatch has made me so insecure about this fucking word. <laughs> penguin. That I will just not say it. Penguin. Because it's like... Pinging. To Penguin. me, I would just say penguin. But that's not it. Penguin. 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 Is it pin? Peng. Peng. As in... Oh, I'm not gonna... I'm, <laughs> I was gonna say... Like when they're like, Oh yeah, that bird looks peng. Oh, dude. <laughs> well, you've said it now. Yeah. You've done it. Oh. At least you had a disclaimer. Yeah. yeah. I almost said it directly to Melina. I was like, no. Peng. That's like the worst <laughs> possible like thing to do. Mm. So yeah, Penguin Highway. Yeah. yeah. Fun movie. Fun very movie. Refreshing after having seen. Yeah, that movie. was what yeah, I was like. I, I needed that. You should have told us watch this first yeah. and then that, because I just kind of automatically went. I think I'll enjoy Gundam less. So I'll just watch it. First. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it was, but I had a feeling of like just sort of, I guess, like what type of stories mm -hmm. they were. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't know what the story of Penguin Highway yeah. would be, but judging by the title, I was like, this is going to be at least more lighthearted. Yeah. I, so yeah. I'll watch it last. Because I watched Gu Gundam first as well, because I was like, this has a slightly heavier story, mm. so I'll just watch Penguin Highway at night. I was very happy with that. It was yeah, so refreshing uh, nice. coming off the back of Gundam. Um, yeah, so who wants to... I, I feel like I got to go yeah. last, because I've obviously... Yeah, yeah. So, overall... Good movie. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed yeah. it. I had I had a good time. I was a bit confused. Yeah, by, which like, you you messaged me while I was at work and was just like I didn't realize you were at work. Yeah. by the way, if, if, if I'd known that, because <laughs> you're just like I'm really confused, and I'm like I don't know what part of the movie you're at, and he's like it's over, and I'm like well I don't know what to say, so yeah, like, <laughs> I need more than that. <laughs> I was just sort of sitting there by the end, like I had a lot of fun, but I didn't really understand like what yeah. was happening by the end. Which I, I, I know is like going into it, that's sort of the point. Mm -hmm. It's supposed mm -hmm. to be up to your interpretation, and I've got some sort of like interpretations already. Mm -hmm. I think I'd need to watch it like a few more times to get that solidified. Yeah. But I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> <laughs> Over, uh, overall, very fun movie. Mm -hmm. Enjoy it. We'll definitely watch again. Nice. Because it's just. It, it had so many good vibes. It's, it's, a, it's a good vibe movie. Yeah. Definitely. It's yeah. one of those movies I could just put on randomly at night and just feel nice mm. mm -hmm. going to sleep too yeah when well, i enter the penguin zone the penguin zone <laughs> melina I, I thought it was very enjoyable there it, it it has its moments where you're like you're saying this all makes sense i've understood everything and i'm like what yeah uh, oh you're, look you're, i've seen this you're movie 12? You're, he's 10 like yeah 10. he's 10 on 12. the cusp of like puberty which is like yeah. a whole theme of the movie yeah, yeah. but like i feel like 10 is very low still mm. <laughs> yeah 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 i mean i have a different perspective on puberty but... <laughs> yeah i, I say he's kind of right around kind of the right age for it to start yeah i was like yeah, he's, i kept he's a thinking little like i'm too open about <laughs> i mean from where it starts he says he's in the fourth grade at like the start but that's but then we go for a summer holiday yeah I mean, so he he's about saying... 11 i want to say yeah ish but still he's very open about mm, it. and i know yeah. we hear his internal monologue no but we hear his external hear. monologue a lot oh yeah, yeah. and he's uh, very open yeah but like for his character that does make sense because he kind of just does not have a filter yeah, yeah whatsoever which i did like yeah he's very much he's a very intelligent kid but like mm -hmm. when it comes to actually interacting it's that whole trope of he's a fucking idiot yeah <laughs> fucking idiot and kind of an asshole but in a nice way yeah, yeah. But like instead of like a sheldon cooper kind of character mm -hmm. i can tolerate him a yeah lot more. he he may be an asshole but he's got like good intentions at yeah. heart and he's he's he does something very rare for these kind of characters he's able to fucking recognize yeah when he's being an asshole mm -hmm. yeah Said that really weirdly. So. You did. Asshole. I wanted to say arse, and then arse. like halfway through, I said ass. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. Asshole. <laughs> like a BBC 50s presenter. 
but yeah, he's able to recognize that, mm. and he even apologizes a few times, yeah. like right yeah. after. Um, so he's also slightly emotionally intelligent. Yeah, and that's slightly. kind of the thrust of the movie is you know coming of age story yeah. is, is how I kind of put it. Because like when I in a very unique way. Yeah, because I've seen this. This is my second time watching the movie, and I have to admit that like when I came back to watching it, I remembered very little. <laughs> I I actually when I described the plot to you guys when we were picking the films, um, that was the extent that I remembered. Which legit was penguins show up. He tries to figure out yeah. where they come what from. What they do, why they here. And then I started watching it and was like, oh yeah, the the the, the lady. The lady. Yeah, yeah, the, she the, makes the penguins. The, the alien? The, uh, Not quite though. Uh, She's like a cosmic a, being? Cosmic yeah. being. She's like a lower god. She's <laughs> like the god of the little birds. <laughs> <laughs> the goddess of penguins. Yeah. I, I can incorporate that into my belief system. <laughs> sure. I shall worship. <laughs> I, shall I worship. mean, you've seen her army. Yes. Oh, God. I, I would not mind being rushed by a, a group of penguins yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, if I was going to die, That's a good there are yeah. worse ways to go. Oh, yeah. 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 Um. They're so fluffy. <laughs> Yeah, at least you get a cool like ride with like yeah. when because they can pick you up and like just sort of take yeah. you to whatever the fuck the penguin yeah. zone is. I have to say that like part of the movie where she like summons all of them. It's like one of it's just my favorite part it's of the, the movie. Best part. It's so when she does energy. the the command for them yeah, where they like, kind of look like yeah. right yeah. forward <laughs> charge. <laughs> I think that might be my favorite part as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's done so well. Yeah, and like the objects around just turning into mm. penguins, it's it's beautiful. Yeah, it's, yeah. Be it's a great sequence because like they're like casually walking and like things are turning into penguins mm. around them while they're having this nice conversations. Then she does the march thing. Yeah, <laughs> and then it just picks up more and more until they're like going down like what can only be described as a penguin slide yeah. <laughs> into another dimension and at that point i was like this movie is fucking beautiful yeah. like, I'm, I'm glad we all enjoyed that moment mm -hmm. yeah like within the ocean i, I suppose they were within yeah they were in yeah, it yeah it, it was it, like a sort very... of wormhole sort of thing yeah yeah it's described as a hole in the universe so i assume it's like or in time and space more specifically mm -hmm. i think yeah um, so I assume wormhole. Yeah, type thing. that basically describes what I imagine a wormhole. Yeah, is from what I've heard. <laughs> I'm not a scientist. <laughs> None of us are. Um, you were saying? Like it was just very visually beautiful. Mm. I thought, especially after having seen Gundam, which was just a little less advanced, and you yeah. have less of. It, it still has quality, of course, but this is more high definition quality. Yeah, yeah. we're more used to it. There's, you can see the small details. I'd say there's more passion and effort, which is not yeah. to say that Gundam doesn't have passion and effort, but like there's it's more a, obvious. Yeah. yeah, a lot of like you said, a bit, quite a bit of Gundam was more studio mandated. Than yeah, else, and you can tell that from the the way it's like made. Uh -huh. Whereas this is definitely like a passion project. Uh, yeah, you can yeah. tell that someone like really put effort into making this. Mm -hmm thought about it like the setup and everything works very well because yeah. it's it's it is a scene that once they kind of go into the ocean could have been like easily the worst part of the film to look at because you have like a lot of blue <laughs> no you have a very big mix of hand animation and 3d objects mm -hmm. flying around and swirling around and interacting and that could have gone very badly mm. like the 3d is yeah. noticeable but it's not as jarring as, no. as i think no. it could have been because i noticed from just the opening scene and the I was tempted to say this to you as I was like mm. messaging, but I decided not to. Uh, the way I described it was sort of like a, just the opening like bedroom. Yeah. The way mm -hmm. that the camera moves. It was like a little big planet opening in a mm. way. Mm. I don't know if you've ever played those games. I, I've played them slightly, yeah. It was that sort of like, in terms of like creativity uh -huh. and stuff, yeah. I definitely got those vibes. I, I, I love that opening shot. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like... It's beautiful. And they come back to it. Yeah, yeah they it's, look it, brown. It's, it's, it's a nice full circle. Mm. Especially next, after having watched a full first act. Yeah. And I was like, finally. <laughs> Closure. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Again, it's one of those things where, like, anime, you know, is a medium that you can do a lot of different things with, oh, yeah. with your camera and stuff like that. But it's not very often that you see the camera moving independent of the animation. And mm -hmm. that's why I think that opening shot is as good as it is. Because yeah. it's... It feels real. It feels real. It's got that very kind of slow... Okay, so we're in a kid's bedroom. Mm -hmm. There's Take books. There's the kid. He's writing. Do not look in those books. Do not look in those books. Then he falls asleep. <laughs> yeah. I, 
going from that again, I love the sort of comedic elements in this movie as well. Mm-hmm. Especially like when they, it's like they cut out frames to make the movement like mm. funnier. Because like from the way he like sleeps, like you see him sort of about to go to sleep and then just hard cuts to him just asleep. Yeah, yeah. that is a good comedy technique for anime that mm-hmm. sorely underutilized, yeah. I think, is where you kind of just cut out whole kind of animation sections to hard cut to the, the punchline, yeah. essentially. Yeah. I feel like hard cuts are generally fair. Like, I, I, I kind of fear because they're very hard to do right. Because mm, it can be cut. very jarring yeah. to have a hard cut. But I think here they, they just did it right that it was It done fit right with the comedic. tone of, like, yeah. the scenes they were in. Another yeah. one that comes to mind is, like, when he's been given, like, coffee from, like, his dad. And, like, he, <laughs> he's, he, like, he drinks it up, And then the dad goes, it's butter. And then it just hard cuts but, to his face going... <laughs> you can't see that because it's a, we're in a podcast yeah. but like he's just like oh <laughs> uh, loved that love it um you were confused about specifically the reference of the the lady because she doesn't have a character name yeah um, and you were you were confused by how Aoyama refers to her cause yeah because he... uh for context i know the term Onisan, Onisan. which is what he calls her is a term for like no no that's like it's actually a term for like older sister ah yeah so more commonly it'll be for well sister in general yeah uh well it is more commonly used for older sister because you've got emoto for younger sister but like sister general term um so i got confused and i was like wait so hold on she's she doesn't seem like she's his his, sister, yeah. because they don't talk like that at no. all and everything mm-hmm. else doesn't point to it but he keeps calling her Onisan yes. which I know means sister so what the fuck's going on here? So for cultural context <laughs> um, and just for clarification since you know if you haven't seen the movie but you should have yeah don't cause, don't listen to these episodes if you've not seen yeah. the movies we're talking yeah. about anyway um, you may have noticed in the subtitles I don't know how it's handled in the dub actually um, mm. that they leave Onisan completely untranslated, just there in the subtitles. Yeah. Um, and that's... In Japan, if you don't know a person's name, it's common courtesy to use those terms mm-hmm. for for people. So for yeah. a young woman, it would be Onisan. For an old woman, it would be Obasan, which is close to grandmother. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ojisan for old man. Onisan... Ugh. For old, for like a, a young I hate man, that I know why you went. Ugh, there. Yeah, um, I, I just I hate uttering the the term yeah. Onisan. It's it just, been cursed. Yeah, it just makes my skin crawl now. Oh. <laughs> um, so here because you know she doesn't have a character name, he doesn't know her name. She's just called Onisan, and so like I get why they've left it as is in the subtitles, but they could have stuck a translator note yeah. up on screen when that was first mentioned, just so it was clear as yeah. to why because that's why i thought like oh it's not an endearing term because mm-hmm. they keep saying onisan and i was like well if it's if it's a term like dear or mm-hmm. sister they would have told me mm. yeah and this is this is another reason why they could have thrown in a translator note is because it's it's not just like they translate oni they translate the whole onisan which mm-hmm. is the only honorific to yeah. be translate as to to be rendered in the subtitles whatsoever because Aoyama when being referred to by the young girl uh his classmate Hamamoto yeah she she calls him Aoyama-kun but that's not in the subtitles Mm -hmm. and they just have this there as like a very I did notice that as well like by the way when I was watching it like she does say kun (laughs) yeah there's there's quite a lot of the obviously you know they just don't Trans- they don't get yeah. rendered sorry they are translated in the fact that they're not there um they're just not there yeah. <laughs> and that's like kind of the weird part of onesan being left in there with no explanation whatsoever yeah, yeah. it's a choice for sure <laughs> yeah and like i get why they made the choice but i think they could have been clearer mm-hmm. and like Absolutely. i know a lot of like professional translators try to steer away from translator notes but I think they have their place for situations yeah, like that. I mean, like, they exist for a reason. Yeah. I think there's a 
it's it's like you know you don't want to overuse them because it gets annoying. Yeah, if but you're if using you, it all the time, then that's yeah. an issue with you as a person them. translating it. Yeah. You'll be pausing the movie a lot just to read the note, yeah. which can break pacing. Yeah, this is something you've mentioned quickly the first time it's mentioned. Uh-huh. Hey, this, and I'll be like, great. Going forward, I'll have a better understanding. Yeah, of what I'll the keep fuck it in mind. Yeah, because that's the thing was like translator notes are beneficial for mainly cultural things, mm-hmm. and that's what this is. It's a cultural thing where that is a term sorry i'm currently fighting back air coming from my lungs um it's okay where um you know you have the terms that people are referred to in general japanese life we're not gonna know about no No. we're not japanese no so you know i would have worked here so yeah yeah fun movie though i i really enjoyed this definitely gonna go back to it very colorful very vibrant Mm -hmm. I love the design of. We keep calling it the Penguin Zone. The I don't, Penguin Zone. I don't know the actual name for it. It doesn't. It doesn't have. Well, I guess the ocean, because that's the yeah. inside the ocean. Inside the, the sort ocean of world that they're in. It was mm. very much a. The term I used was like a liminal space. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. You guys know mm-hmm. what that means, mm-hmm. but I very much felt like a whole sort of alien, but like just sort of out there. Yeah. Zone, which was very yeah. nice. It mm-hmm. was absolutely the point, but I just loved experiencing that. Yeah. I also mm-hmm. like how... A dream world. Yeah, yeah, when they've gone to um, inside the ocean and they find, like, the the researchers that got mm-hmm. caught up in it, mm-hmm. they're just kind of in, like, a very Italian... It was, like, Greek town, I yeah, I was Yeah, I was thinking Greek. Yeah. It had, like, a very certain like European the, aesthetic the to it. and the fly. I was like... I, it was a choice. I mm. was expecting more. I, I don't know if it's also like a Japanese thing, maybe in beach towns that they have those colors. But I immediately was like, "What the fuck are they in Greece?" <laughs> it's it was mainly like it's when they're in that kind of the square square type yeah. place that's got like yeah. the sort of town. It's got like center. something in the middle. Mm. I don't know if it's a fountain or. I'm thinking of a fountain. But... Yeah, and I was like, I've seen this in like movies that take place in italy or kind of the structure of that specific square is very similar to the one from luca i noticed oh yeah i have yeah i've I've not seen luca but i've seen the trailer and i think i know what you're talking about it kind of looks like that square with how you come up from the water and everything but like the colors are of course very different i not to not to be a fucking jojo bro here but <laughs> it's very much something from golden wind is that I'm... a motherfucking jojo reference is that a motherfucking <laughs> jojo reference in my anime episode <laughs> how dare you it, it does very much remind me of like parts of where they go i was gonna say naples but they kind of travel outside of naples throughout the series so that could be misremembering <laughs> but like that way that it kind of comes up and you've got the, the fountain and the square and stuff it's all very not Japanese yeah. <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, as we're describing this, I'm now thinking again Assassin's Creed. Yeah, again, I think I've seen this location in various forms of media <laughs> over the years. <laughs> Assassin's Creed is the one that comes to mind because, you know, it's not been that long since yeah. I had that marathon. Mm. I'm still going through it. <laughs> um, did, did anyone, did either of you stick around for the credits? I mean, I felt like I I wanted to at first, but like I got into that whole conversation with you afterwards, so I kind of just didn't pay attention. And then after that, I was like, no. You guys disrespected Hikaru Utada. Well, you didn't tell. If you told me wait for the credits, I wouldn't. But I was like, I mean, it was a a nice like song. It's a good song. It's 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 a very good song. To be fair. (laughs) Right after I watched that movie, I was also going downstairs to watch like another Uh, movie with my family, so I couldn't exactly stick around. Yeah. Anyway, but. It's, it's just a very nice kind of ending to the yeah. movie because the song's called Good Night, but the main kind of lyrical is catch is Goodbye. Yeah, which is... Oh. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I, by the end of this movie, for reasons I can't describe, I was almost in tears. I I, I cried a couple of times. Yeah. I, I can't lie. By the time That's we were like two-thirds yeah. in, I was like, why am I crying? <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's, it was... um, I think it's when they're in the cafe and like she's leaving mm. i was like <laughs> by the time yeah. he was like sort of when they were going to like when they were heading towards the seaside mm-hmm. as well that was the thing that sort of got me for yeah. some reason oh yeah when she's like is that when they're going on the train yeah and, like yeah. She they starts... want to go on that trip uh-huh. but like she gets ill yeah from what i'm interpreting she's going farther away from the ocean, the ocean which should have been his first indication yeah that she was linked yeah. to the yeah. ocean but he just kind of ignores that because he's mm-hmm. smart, but he's also f- dense as bricks. Yeah. <laughs> but like 
when that was happening, she was on the floor. She was crying, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, oh no. Yeah. I, just, I, I No. <laughs> yeah. And for, you know, a kid, even though he's a very intelligent kid, seeing a person you'd look up to just fully break down, yeah. you're like, oh, God, this kid, that's trauma. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's a trauma, trauma there. It's the fact that she, she wanted to go, and, yeah. like, she wanted to see, but she just couldn't. Yeah. And it was, was him sad. who had to tell her, it's fine. Okay, yeah. We could go another time. We don't have to go. I and she was to, like, no, I want to I wanted to reach for the screen and hug them both. <laughs> <laughs> it's what gets me right. He's like eleven. Yeah. His parents just let him go. They don't with give her. Yeah, they do not care. He spent several nights with his friends in that forest at the oh, ocean. Yeah. He he went on a trip with the woman from the dentist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Cause I I was like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's you know the small town culture. Mm-hmm. Everyone kind of knows each other. But at some point, I'm like. Yeah, he's in his in their house. I don't like this. this yeah, that is, one freaked me out I the mean, most. I even said cross. like I say that that scene was great, but when like they were going on that trip, I was I was literally like, can, can she do that like legally? <laughs> is that it's, do you need a, a parents' note? Maybe it's yeah. kind of established that she like babysits him, but I think yeah. taking him to her apartment is like a, a line. Step. Yeah, because. Yeah. I, I saw that scene again. I was like, oh, this is this is turning into a different anime altogether. <laughs> I was scared. You know, we have... I don't want to call him angsty, puberty, almost mm. adult. He's not an almost an adult. No. But as soon as she fainted, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. This is going to turn into something I don't want it to. He's just sitting there. He's like, boba. <laughs> just breathes heavily. Starts drawing. <laughs> Which ends up being a nice moment at the end of the movie. Yeah. But heavily creepy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Took a while to get used to that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, again, for... I guess to address the, the giant tits in the room. <laughs> you can't ignore them. Can't ignore them. No. Um, They're just so prevalent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They make sure they're prevalent. Yeah. So as a viewer, you're like... I don't want to say I understand what he's going through. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where I was going with this whatsoever. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> They're like, they make sure that it's, it's like animated in a way where you're like, well, he's obsessed for a reason. <laughs> are, are you okay? <laughs> oh, of anyone to see it, I just didn't expect Molina. <laughs> yeah. Caught me so off guard. <laughs> This is this was always gonna be like a weird thing to talk about in this yeah. episode. Yeah, but it has to be mentioned. It does. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna tackle it with like a little bit more tact. No, <laughs> nah. they don't do it. No, but to like address kind of the this whole thing that we kind of keep dancing, touching nothing. back yeah. to. Don't say touching. Don't say touching. <laughs> we keep mentioning. Mm-hmm. Um, we we mention it's a coming of age story and like. It's framed in the strangest way possible mm. that this could have gone. And, like, even I say that as someone who has watched a lot of anime. Mm-hmm. So I'm used to the weirdest shit coming up. Yeah. And most of it doesn't phase me. But Aoyama is, like, 11. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. is very much obsessed with this woman's tits. Literally, and, like, the first thing that, like, you know about him is he's, in a, he's, draw, he's drawing in his research journal and it's, like... Tits. He's like, why do I like these he tits so analyzing much? Yeah, but them. It's, at some point, he describes to his friend, like, they make me feel a certain way, but not my mother's. And I'm like, I love that. The moment no. I seen that scene, I was just thinking of, why would you start a conversation with that? I just <laughs> sat down. <laughs> Who the hell? But it's okay. He's thought about it too much. <laughs> No. That friend's reaction is amazing as well. Uh, I don't think that's right. <laughs> like it's it's the feeling of you know you're in a stage in your life and you're going through mm-hmm. puberty soon, but you know not everyone goes at mm. through it at their yeah. the same pace. So you have moments. I wouldn't call them similar like this, but you know where you're shocked of like oh you don't think like this or yeah. you do and I don't. That's just weird. And just to see him so casually mention this, and I, and the friend's reaction just, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> He's like, dude, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> I am a child. <laughs> you are a child. Uh, yeah, that's uh. Sand thing. Yeah. Mm. Can I just say, by the way, the only sand confusion only made that way worse. In the beginning of the movie, because he's like, ah, sister's tits aren't as good as my mom's. <laughs> <laughs> or the other way around. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is this going to be uh, one of a really weird movie? Yeah, because he's like, the way I huh, like. Onisan's breasts make me feel a certain way. 
but my mum's don't, and it's like, oh. It's like, <laughs> what kind of anime have I jumped that. into? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, the um, Hamamoto, like, fully uses it against him yeah. later as, oh, like, yeah. you're just obsessed with them. And it's like, huh? But he admits, so what? I like her boobs. Shit, he's like, I like, he's like, I can't deny that, but it's not the point here. And I'm like, I'm kind of with the kid on this yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible answer, first off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I love her as a character, Hamamoto. I thought she was adorable. Yeah. yeah. And she was clearly very intel mm -hmm. intelligent. And I love how they wrote these kids to be intelligent, but everything they did was in a kid-like manner. Yeah. Like, they see this cool, giant cosmic bubble there. That's the ocean. I'm like, that's adorable. Yeah. yeah. Every everything about the kids was really sweet. Yeah. Even like the little sister. Energy. Yeah. That was the cutest. I was like, yes, it's the energy from the penguins. Penguin yes, energy. <laughs> I was like, keep <laughs> Give them a little chocolate. Yeah, they're 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 very intelligent, but they're also like still written as kids. Like Which when is rare. Yeah. It's it's a very difficult line to balance. Mm. Right, Kid, writing kids is the worst thing. Yeah. Because right? you don't want a child to be like mother. I require sustenance. Because like <laughs> have dinner. Because it's it's especially like noticeable when Hamamoto reacts to like anything. Mm -hmm. Like when she reacts to. Uh, Onesan showing up to the ocean, yeah. um, and uh, when what's the Billy's name? Uh, Suzuki. Suzuki. Yeah, something like uh, that. When he like tells the researchers about mm -hmm. it, she like fully runs up and like slaps him. It's like I'll never forgive you, and I'm like that's yeah. very much a kid's yeah. response. To I did that. not add this to the slap counter. But you did not add that to slap count, but different movie. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but I was tempted to. It after was a that. good slap. It was a good slap. Was he a deserved it. Slap. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was like, I was for that slap. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. I also liked his redemption near the end. He the did movie. get a very good yeah. redemption, yeah. It warmed my heart. Because mm. yeah. he's very much still a kid, obviously. Yeah. Like, he's and like, not a bad person. No. And he's, he's just a bit of a dick. Yeah. He's clearly just kind of trying to be the funny one. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know. It, ha it I think it's the way he was a bully is a thing that kind of just happens. You yeah. kind of rough around the edges you know you want to yeah fight, mm -hmm. there are kids that are just like that yeah, yeah. Was, i thought for a bully well written yeah because mm -hmm. it's very easy to go hi loser yeah <laughs> give me your lunch money when when it kind of goes through when he kind of goes through his redemption you kind of get this thing of like oh it just ain't that deep yeah like he's not a, a a bad person at his core he's just a kid trying to figure out who yeah, he is you yeah. like doing it in a not so nice way but yeah. like he's still just a kid but that's it like some people like expresses up, himself yeah going down that weird road mm. and like they'll grow out of it eventually it doesn't yeah. stop the fact that they were an arsehole when they were younger but yeah. you know not everyone's bound by their past exactly forgive mm -hmm. but do not forget yeah because <laughs> <laughs> you know he's trying to learn chess at the end of the movie and yeah. everything weird part of that though is the narration where like Aoyama's like, you know, I have the person for me. And it, like, fully focuses on Hamamoto. Yeah. But then yeah. it makes it clear later that he's talking about Onesan again. And I'm yeah, like... Yeah, that confused yeah. me a lot. Because like, I was like, so what's the mm -hmm. message here? Yeah. Like, all the message was like, yes, finally we're looking at, you know, possible partners of our own age. Yeah. yeah. Like, Something that isn't cute. quite as creepy. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, no, I'm fully going to go to space and find that space bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I will find this space bitch. And she Where will be my is space my bitch. alien wife? <laughs> I require space studies. <laughs> I want that as the quote of the episode. Yeah. It, it's it's predictable though. I, I suppose mm. it, like for a second, oh, I'm like, no, this kid wouldn't. No, no, <laughs> he's obsession. he's too obsessed. Yeah, yeah no. So it, it made sense. I think for a coming of age story, it's very nice, and mm. I I like the the final scene with like the, the police, the spaceship thing. Mm kind of before that where they i always like it when you have like um they show the aftermath a bit uh -huh. mm. oh they like the when they're cast, cleaning up the town yeah, and stuff yeah. like that yeah town. it's a nice always, like closure i appreciate it because mm. that's always the biggest question it's like well, who the fuck's gonna clean this up like oh the avengers oh they saved the city it was like yeah they destroyed it as well by the <laughs> <way>. <laughs> just saying at the very least that becomes a plot point in later movies yeah, yeah. but it, i really enjoy seeing it and it's a scene that sometimes gets pushed to kind yeah. of the end credits i'm like no I, I as much as i like an open ending i always appreciate something ending on a good note and i know exactly what happens yeah 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 because it kind of does end 
with them adjusting to what happened mm -hmm. and like because you know you have Aoyama in the the cafe on his own and then he thinks he sees the penguin it's just yeah. a cat yeah yeah and then he finds the little the, the, the penguin the penguin yeah, yeah. that's what it's called <laughs> little research vehicle. the, the research yeah. vehicle which i wish i knew morse code because i'm like the light was flashing yeah. yeah i wonder if that means anything we could look it up later i don't think this. we could because i'd need to go through the movie and like go oh, is that a dot or a dash nah, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I, very good mm. yeah very good movie I'm glad you guys enjoyed it because I enjoyed it far more watching it again than I remembered enjoying it the first time. And I'm like, fuck, I hope you guys enjoyed this. <laughs> it's like, I don't need this movie torn to bits. <laughs> I may have been confused a little by the end, yeah. but I definitely loved mm. the movie. It was, I was definitely, I sent this meme, like, while I was watching it, I was like, that Knives Out clip of he's like, it makes no damn sense. <laughs> compels me though <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think that's a good that's, way, that's a good way summing yeah. the movie up is that it doesn't really make like a lot of just sense with it. be like yes of course but once if, you just if the ocean's gone the yeah. penguin's gone sure yeah <laughs> when you accept the logic of the movie mm -hmm. it's fantastic i think mm -hmm. also once you kind of accept that it's like very much from the kid's perspective yeah, is that that's... like things making no sense is no, sort of yeah. makes sense yeah sense credit like credit in What's the word? Credence. Credence, mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know why I was going to double <laughs> there. Uh, it sort of lends, like, credence to that, that, like, this is from his perspective. Yeah. Like, this is sort of a story that mm -hmm. he's making, which, you know, ties into all that. But that's a whole discussion yeah. I don't think we have time for. Yeah. Right so I, I think we've reached a natural yeah. conclusion. Yeah. One of our shorter episodes looking at the, the, the time count. Wow. Yeah. Look at us. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. How um, concise of us. Yeah. yeah. So... This has been Anime Lane. Uh, I've been Rebel Tours. I've been by, joined by Sean and Molina. Bye-bye. Uh, we've been talking about Gundam and... Well, Mobile Suit Gundam 1, because <laughs> I need to make that specification. And Penguin Highway, both are available um, from most uh, good UK retailers for the home video release. Uh, you can watch Mobile Suit Gundam, the, the full movie trilogy, on Netflix. Uh, Penguin Highway is available from digital purchase and rent services unfortunately not anywhere streaming like for free uh but yeah thank you for listening i really don't have an outro and it keeps stumping me every time i do it it sounds like you're getting like a natural end eh. bye <laughs> bye <Yeah>. bye <laughs>